What is a third space and why do you need one? Let's discuss. Welcome to Princess and Scoundrel, where we take you along our scrappily ever after from fantasy land to Tatooine and everything in between. I'm Sarah. And I'm Steven. And we are talking about maybe a phrase that you've heard before. It's fairly new to us. Yeah, I I wouldn't say it's new. I, it, it's a concept that I've heard of before. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, technically, it's kind of what Epcot was kind of made from oh right yeah i mean I like guess the, so. the idea of epcot was this whole like you live and uh oh. work in the same area that's fair yeah okay so and like there's like live work play live work play. So, but you could explain it a little bit more so yeah so let's dive into exactly what a third space is and how we got involved with it aware of it <laughs> i guess if you will I, I think just brought it to light you know to reminded us as with anything TikToks <laughs> <laughs> and reels, to be fair. Um, we started seeing all, I, we're so ingrained in like the Disney social media world that we started seeing a lot of things coming up about third spaces and how di the Disney parks are a third space for people. And it was like, what is a third space? And it started getting really popular really fast. And as a travel agent, like really my job is to help create third spaces for people. And you and I kept sending them back and forth to each other. And we're like, we, I think we need to like really dig into this because there is a psychology around third space and like a reasoning as to why people need it. That it's one of those things that I think you just inherently kind of know or get without being conscious of it. And so we're bringing it to the forefront. We're talking about third spaces and we're, we're digging into why what it is, why it's important, what it is now, because I think that is a huge thing. What it used to be and what it is now are two very different things. Yeah. Um, so it's a, I'm excited for this conversation, <laughs> like really excited for it. Okay. So what was third space? So from what we kind of understood, this is, I think back in the 70s, it is, is a while ago when, yeah. when the suburbs recreated, people would move out to the suburbs and this, this is where their home is. So this is where you do your primary living, chores, family, and all that. Right. Then you would commute into town to, to the big city, and that would be your work. Yep. These third places, third spaces, were kind of the areas that people would have uh, social moments. It was right. like a bar or... A movie theater. Movie theater. Just these other things. And they were, they were points of almost relax like a break from home and you know home chores work you know obligations this is a way for them to just kind of you know be free of that yeah like you have responsibilities that you have to do at work and you have responsibilities at home and they're they can be stresses so a third space is a space that you can go to a bookstore a coffee shop even like the barber shop where you can just go or like you know getting your nails done you can go and relax you can socialize with other people and you feel like you can escape a bit so that's what a third space technically on paper started out as even like a park right like just anywhere that you can go and just like 
be with other people and not be with like work people or necessarily just your family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sometimes you need a break. Sometimes you need a break. Um and it was like that for a long, 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 long time, right? We've seen third spaces evolve. We've seen new third spaces come up. We've seen like escape rooms and all these other things. But the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the, the crazy thing, you know, kind of a little side tangent, okay. you know, about the pandemic is yes. it is such a huge impact on like this generation's lives that it is like a, a point that it's a point of reference now. Like, it is. Because of that. So many things have like there was the time before and now there's the time and it was like the, you know, the ice age, like when the the meteors hit the earth type of thing, like it's such a impactful moment and it changed in changed things drastically, drastically. everywhere. And the, we laugh about it. You're like the pandemic <laughs> and I'm laughing over here. I'm like, Haha, the pandemic, the shutdown. But like it was we we laugh off our pain, but it was a huge shift yeah, yeah. in like everything. So. When the pandemic happened, you know, the first two weeks that we were all going to be at home to, to flatten the curve. Everybody loved it. It was like, oh, two weeks off? Yeah. Great. Yeah. I don't have to wear hard pants. I can just <laughs> sit at home and work. But it crashed everything into one space. So you didn't have a workspace and you didn't have a home space and you didn't have a third space. You had one place that you and, had to manage all of these and things. And it was like you had to. Everything you, was you shut down. Leave. There was You didn't go into the office. You couldn't go do any of these social things. You couldn't go out to eat even. Yeah. You couldn't do – and like truly everything was shut down. You were forced to be in your home. They didn't even want you leaving your home in some instances. And so we were all forced to adapt and do all of the things our entire lives in one place. We're fortunate that we have a home. Some people have apartments. Some people are sharing apartments. Yeah. Some people don't even have that. Like, And, and I mean I think that was just – a mental hurdle on itself because you even with you know family that you're you're you chose you get cooped up for quite some time there is that there's sometimes that built up and like i you need a break you need to be away from you know you get tired of people yeah it, it was and you get short fused and like there's there's just you need that break you do and i'll i'll share a story of like it is so clear in my mind. Like it was a traumatic day and it happened to be our daughter's first birthday. <laughs> so uh, when the pandemic started, our daughter was under a year old. And so I'm having to navigate like motherhood with an infant and all of these things. And you were considered an essential worker. So and the, the daycares were closed. So everything is in one space and I am having to work from home. We had like a critical like launch that we were doing at work. And so I remember on her birthday, I'm spending the entire day doing this really intense testing, like on calls with people. And it's like, okay, I clicked my button. The file should be triggered. Do you see it on your end? Okay, now do this and then send it back. And I'm doing that. I've got both of our kids at home that are really, really young at the time. And it's our daughter's birthday. I'm trying to make a cake. We had to have a virtual birthday party for her that day. You're essential. And so you were going into work and I'm like alone with them trying to work, trying to be a, a good And that's mom. when I was working evening shifts. So it was like pretty much the, the bulk of, you know, the waking hours. Yeah. And it was, I remember like I lost it. Like you left to, we had the little virtual birthday party because I think you like, I think 
I want to say you like came home on your lunch break to like, okay, really quick. I've got like 15 minutes. We had a little virtual birthday party and then you left. And I remember nothing was going right. Like everything was so much that I had a mental breakdown on the kitchen floor. And I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Like this is too much. Like we were not meant to do all of these things in one space because you couldn't even get a break then. Yeah. And, and I think that was the thing is even if it was a, a separation of work and home, there's there's that separation of like, okay, I could cut myself off and this is work time, this is home time. And then, you know, the leisure time, it's a separate time. You know, I'm, I'm going to do these other things. But at that time, there was just, there was no separating it. Like there had to be this evolution of, of trying to get this relaxation and that's that kind of led into uh, me starting to stream like that was an outlet for me because again i was sick of us <laughs> i i what well, and, and i was like i was able to separate from from the from you guys from the stresses of of home and i was able to let my creativity kind of out yeah and you needed and, an outlet yeah, and needing some that outlet yeah. And uh, so, you know, starting to stream, starting to connect with people online. And that kind of became, I think for everybody, like just these online communities became a third space. Like mm -hmm. it was a way to kind of not talk to work people, not talk to home people, but just other people that you could connect with. Right. And I mean, streaming and online communities and YouTube videos, like those all existed well before the shutdown. But during the shutdown, they really blossomed and thrived because people were just like craving well, that was just social the, interaction. Exactly. That was the thing. It was like that was the only way to interact with people. Right. And so it became vital in like I think during that time. But you started streaming at that time. And then I think uh, around that time, too, that was kind of like the first iteration of our of this podcast was you streaming. Um, I became a travel agent once things started opening up because couldn't book travel if everywhere was closed. <laughs> but we also moved into this culture, uh, like a hustle culture. Yeah. Where everybody was like, well, if I'm home all the time and I do have this, this, maybe I have this extra time, what else can I do? And for some people, it was a necessity to do second well, jobs. It, it, and I think that's the thing. There was part of it you wanted to that idle idle hands type of thing. Like you had to be doing something. Like, okay, I'm home, but I can't just sit here and just, you know, twiddle my thumbs. Right. I'm gonna do something else. And again, your creativity, like you start, you know, taking that marketing degree and let me figure things out and doing something else. And and other people did the same thing. They mm -hmm. they three D printed, they did, you know, all these different things to kind of like get that release out. Yeah. But this is kind of leading into coming out of the pandemic. People were needing two jobs, yeah. you know, like they, the things cost a lot. Things and cost so, a lot. And then people's jobs were eliminated yeah. with the pandemic. They're like, oh, if we could do the remote work from home, we could do that remote work from anywhere yeah. in the world. And it, it, the, everything changed with the pandemic and we've done it. But like you said, we're no different than anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> there are so many new ventures that started up as a result of, of the shutdown. Yeah, exactly. But. I think that's the thing is because people adapt, everybody adapted to having work, home, and play. I, I, I feel like that play kind of took a backseat to it all. But mm. 
everybody was work and home that they couldn't figure out how to get that back separated when we started to, you know, when the we started to open back up. Right. Yeah, we can't say it's over. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but things started to kind of come back to normal. Yeah. Like people now, a lot more people are working outside of the home. There is still like remote work and hybrid working. But for the most part, people are are back to how things were beforehand. All of the vacation destinations, the theme parks, the, you know, cruising, all-inclusive resorts, like everything is back open. But with going back to the office, you have to relearn how to be social physically again, too. Yeah. Like, I don't think the term social battery has been used as much as it has, like, since we've all been returning back to <laughs> being in the same place with our coworkers. Because I remember I was like, I had to go to a, a happy hour thing last week. And I was like, mm, my social battery, like, I'm done. I'm so done for the day. <laughs> I am drained. <laughs> well, I, I, but I think the thing is, is, and this is, kind, again, the it, it's a hard thing to describe because it, it's like it's art right you can't how do you explain it how, how do you find value in it mm. and i think during the pandemic people started realize like valuing themselves and their time more yeah so when you're going out like i want to have a good time i want to relax or whatever is it worth my time is it worth my money right you know i i could be over here working or i could be spending money yeah. Or, you know, as far as socializing, hey, I'm here to work. I'm not here to talk to you because I'm here I to make friends. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you know, you we're, we're an episode of Survivor. But the thing is, is like I could go to work and work. I'm not here to, to have fun with you because this is it, it would feel like fake communicating. Like, yeah. yes, you, you have that work friend, but it's not the same. Like, we don't have the same interest. We are just like surviving together. Yeah. You know, we both, you know hate this part of the job so we could complain about it. Like that's what it would be. Yeah. So you're just trauma bonding. I And then as far as the value, again, I could spend all day after hours, happy hours hanging out with you or I could come back home and come talk to people that I actually, you know, get along with, yeah. have a great time with. And I think that was the, the, the turning point for a lot of people is like, I need to, like I'm using my time wisely. That That is the, the most finite thing that we have is time. So let's th figure out how to use it wisely. Right. No, I think that's great. Like we have to be time wise when it comes to where we're finding our fun. Yeah. Before I feel like we were a lot more like mindless, like, well, I could just sit here and binge watch a show. <laughs> and now it's like, no, I need to like, I want I mean, to be fulfilled. Thing is, yeah. I think that still happens. Uh, you know, I'm guilty of it. Like I'm, I'm going to chime in there. Like I'm so guilty of just like wasting time. But then in my head, I feel like I'm wasting time. Yeah. And I think because I could be doing, I could quote unquote multitask. And I think that was uh, one of the things that, you know, it kind of reminds me of is like movie theaters. Like mm. after the pandemic, they are, people are not going to the movies the way they used to. Well, and one of the reasons for that is like during the pandemic, everybody had to adjust, even the big movie companies had to what is it called the production company there you go like a, a production company they had to adjust and so they had to start releasing movies that were meant to go in the theaters on their streaming services like we saw that with disney plus we saw it with paramount with peacock with all of these like streaming services that have come in the recent years they were having to make adjustments as well and so it was like you could 
pay an extra $30 and you could watch Onward this date or you could wait a month and you could watch it for free. Yeah. And it was like, okay, now that leash of like how long we have to wait before we can just get that for free with what we're already paying for on a streaming service got a lot shorter. Well, I, I think, but again, it's, it's a, it's a value of even when it was, things were opening up, I was kind of leaning towards, I would rather pay for it to get on a streaming service yeah. than to have to go out to a movie theater where it, it could possibly be loud. Sound could be off and not start on time. Uh, I could, you know, I had more control over the situation. Right. And it's like, again, that's where it goes back to that perceived value. Like, yeah, I may pay a couple extra bucks, but I'm not spending $40 on some popcorn. Right. I could make the, you know, popcorn here at the house. Well, you know, if, or if I want some candy, I don't have to sneak it in to eat some candy. We don't do that. <laughs> but, but again, that's, it's, it's that perceived value. So it's like, yeah, I may be paying a little bit more for the quote unquote movie, but my entire experience is more of a value to it's me. It's more value. And then also I got to talk during the movies when we watched them at home. And I'm not, <laughs> it was a big adjustment when we started going back to the movies. It's like, oh wait, I have to be quiet. But it, and the babysitting too, yeah. like the more you could do in your home, the less you needed to pay somebody else to watch your kids if you were trying to do that. So it was just this like weird time, but all of the entertainment and these traditional third spaces had to plus up and do more in order to draw people back in. Yeah. So, I mean, Top Golf has been around for a while, but Top Golf is like, it's a putting green, it's a bar, it's a restaurant, it's a place to go hang out. And so you're seeing more of those types of experiences. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like a like a barcade. Like, yeah, there's a bar. People there's there's kind of an appeal to a bar, but now there's a bar arcade. Right. Right. Like they have to combine it with something because it's it's not just good enough to go have drinks. Like, hey, I need a little bit more value. Like if right. I'm gonna be sitting here drinking, then you with know and, and again it, the other part of it is like the business side of it. You could go and like, okay, I'm just going to go have one drink and then, you know, head out. Yeah. Whereas like the business wants you to be able to stay there for a little while, you know, to, so their, their, um, profit is, is, is marketable. You right. Know? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, we had virtual happy hours, like at home all the time. They have to get you out there doing something else, <laughs> something that you can't do at home. And I think that's, what's important now is that third spaces, especially like local traditional third spaces, people need to feel like they can get something out of that that they can't get at home because we learned how to do we learned how to make sourdough bread and coffee and all kinds of stuff at home so now it's like what do you got for me because i can do most of these things if i really need to like we we've survived yeah. <laughs> and and i think one of the big things that for us coming out of the pandemic but you know we talk about it a lot star cruiser what what is that <laughs> but for us, it it filled, it evolved how we want to experience things. Yeah, right? hugely. Because a traditional third, think about a bar. Think about going to a, a hotel and like, or think about going to the theme parks. Think about going to an escape room or a dinner party. Star Cruiser was all of those things in one. Yeah. Did it have a high price point? Absolutely it did. But and like I'm not gonna, I'm not a Sith. I'm not gonna deal in absolutes. But there was rarely a person that I could find that experienced Star Cruiser that said that it was not worth every dollar that they paid, and that they would even pay more to do it again. Yeah, 
like the value, the perceived value that they got out of it. And I think that's what's important is is when you're talking about third spaces, it's about your perceived value. Because and, and, yeah, and I think that's the 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 line is perceived value because right. you may be paying more for something, but if you say, you know, I'm gonna pay for this because I want a better experience. Like, yeah, I could pay half the price, but I'm gonna have a mediocre experience. But then there's gonna be just that that thing inside of you where like, like I really wish I would have gotten this. I wish really wish I would have you know that regret in whatever your experience is, you're like, like, I really wish I would have done that. Right. Whereas like, if you would have just done it, you would have enjoyed yourself and, uh, you know, been happy. And, and it, I think people nowadays are like, I'm just going for the full experience because I don't have the time to like waste on a mediocre experience and then try to do a full experience. So they're going full bore. But like with Star Cruiser, you could put value against some of the things that you experienced, right? Like the hotel stay, the the food, the park ticket, the lightning lane, like all of these things. But you could not put a price on the story, the character interactions, sometimes the like emotional impacts that it had. I'm going to say sometimes, most of the times, the emotional impacts that it had on people that went. And that's what was important. And I think that's what's shifting now in third spaces is that when people are spending money on experiences, on third spaces, spending time and money, right? Because that's we we're very limited on time now. They want something that is going to fulfill relaxing, getting away from the 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 struggles or the just the stresses of home and work. They want socialization. They want to be around people that also feel the same way that they feel and can relate to them because we missed that yeah. during the shutdown. And then they want to have value out of the time and the money that they're spending on this experience. And Star Cruiser nailed every single one of those. Yeah. So now, well, we can't have Star Cruiser anymore. <laughs> they took it away. <laughs> they took it away. And so now we're stuck with where do we go from there? What We need third spaces. Well, they're so important. So like one of the things that, you know, when we began to have the, you know, thinking of ideas for this conversation. Right. We we kind of had a bit of a tiff, you know, kind of like yeah. a disagreement. And in the sense, you were kind of thinking and you were kind of in the mindset that the third space is a physical place. Like right. it's a separation like of these other two things. A Disney world. Which is what it was. Right. And that's that my argument was because of the pandemic, it became something that it didn't have to be physical. Because you know, a perfect example I was giving you and I was just kind of like one after another. But on, you know, I, I became friends with people online that I played video games with. Yeah. Then we would talk on Discord and have, you know, our, our kind of close connections. But then I would get messages. Hey, we're hopping on. So we would play video games. But then other times it's just us chatting, just us talking to each other. Yeah. And that was a way for, you know, I could tell you, hey, I'm going to hop on. And, you know, give me a, you know, basically give me a couple hours and I'm going to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And so we'd have our good laughs and it it was a release. And, you know, there's that group of friends, that group of friends. And I think that's the same thing coming out of it. What Star Cruiser kind of evolved into because, yes, it was a physical place and it did all these different things. But now that it was taken away, there's still this community and and people still are able to reminisce lament and talk you know 
learn new things about the, the yeah. experience and you don't have to go out to or try to find somebody that's the same as you there's there's groups for it there's, and yeah. and it's led into you know like our cruise coming up you know to a uh, a con coming up but it was and meetups you know yeah. at, at at other cons like it's that community that's not anywhere physical it's something that's just a connection now but i think that's where that's where it's hard to really define what a third space is especially in 2024 because i think that there may be layers or levels to third spaces because to you an introvert a virtual third space is perfectly fine like you're like i just need to go like hang out on my computer for a couple hours hang out with some friends online and i'm good but for me an extrovert who loves to travel to me a third space is going somewhere and truly breaking from like I am nowhere near a washing machine that I know how to operate right now. Like I am great. Like my work laptop is back in another state. Like it is a true physical break for me. But Star Cruiser was a physical third space. And had we not had that third space, I don't think that the online third space that we have in the community would be as strong as it is. So I feel like you can have these virtual third spaces, but you need these vi these physical trips or events or things to do to bring those people together because like let's let's break for a second and talk about mosh isley mosh isley was just meant to be a one-time after party a quick let's hang out and meet up and the timing happened to be right as the people were were going out again and traveling again after the shutdown and what happened and it was nothing that we planned was this community was born because all of these people got to experience something in one place at one time. And as a result of that, this community has been born. And now we have Mosh Isley events every, you know, a couple, two, three, four times a year. And I think you need both. I, okay. I, thank you. Because I was, I'm like, <laughs> You're like I'm scratching, I'm like scratching myself <laughs> because I'm like, I need, I, you know, I need to say something but I think that's what it was. It evolved. It is not just a physical, like we need more value from it. Yeah. I could go to a concert and it could be meaningful, but it's not going to be as impactful as going to a concert with people that I'm, I'm, I'm friendly with. Yeah. Right. Like going to a concert with a hundred, 400, 500 of my friends is way more, more perceived value for me. Yeah. And I think that's the thing is like Star Cruiser was great, but us going with our group of friends made it that much greater. Yeah. So I think that's the thing is like it it's two parts now. It, it's not just there. There's there has to be more, you know, that it's not more. just like you doing it by yourself and getting now, that. everybody has to get matching tattoos. Yeah. That's the Star Cruiser <laughs> way. <laughs> but OK, but seriously, let's talk about this just in like our own like you and me. OK. Last year, we went on a cruise, our very first cruise, on the Disney Wish. We went on a three-night sailing on the Disney Wish. Did we have a good time? <laughs> it, it was – I think the thing was is I didn't have a bad time. It, but we didn't have a great time. And we did a deep dive. We did a whole episode about it after the fact. The ship, beautiful. The entertainment, amazing. The food, delicious. Everything about the cruise was great except for us. We ruined our cruise for ourselves because we were sitting around and we're like, 
There's nothing to do. I, I, yeah. You know what there was to do? Relax. And we don't know how to do that. And that was great. It was a third space that we went to and we visited and we had an okay, we had a great, we had a good time. I'm gonna say we had a good time. Um, but at the, t the day that this comes out, we are embarking this weekend on that exact same sailing, a three night wish sailing aboard the Disney wish with 200 of our closest Star Cruiser friends. And I cannot tell, like, it hasn't happened yet. It is going to be the best time in comparison to that first cruise. We are going to have so much fun. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm I'm more excited for this one because, again, I feel like not that I have to do anything, but I'm I feel more more value. I feel more opportunities to be able to just hang out with people, and I feel like my own like my shell you know, will be, be off. Like I would be able to kind of like communicate with people. I won't yourself. be, I won't feel like I'm in a weird place. Like I know I'll know people. Yeah. And I think that's what the difference is, is you can go on trips and maybe you love going on trips by yourself and that's where you get that, that relaxation. Maybe you don't need socialization and you get the value out of it. But for us, we are, you say you're an introvert, but we're very social introverts. <laughs> <laughs> we get the, the relaxation of getting to be away we physically from our, our home and our work, we get to socialize with a bunch of like-minded people and people that we chose, yeah. right? I think that's the big difference. And then we get that perceived value out of the experience because we're getting to do things together. And most of the most of the trips that we've taken over the last year, year and a half have been trips like this where we're going with people that we know. It's either going to a convention for Mosh Eisley or it's going on Star Cruiser trips with our friends. We've got this cruise coming up or sometimes we're just like, let's go do Life Day in Disneyland. Yeah. And that's just something that we heard about that's cool. Let's go do that. And whoever wants to go, let's go. Yeah. And I, and I think the hard thing right now too is there's, you know, because we, we, we're doing, we do Disney a lot and there's just this, uh, I don't know if it's perceived or if it's something that's the narr narration of, of it, but that you don't get the value from going to Disney. You know, you don't you you don't get your what your money's worth from it. People that are not that don't visit Disney often can feel like you it's it's too expensive. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing. So like the too expensive. Like that's where I was trying to get you is to the yeah. too expensive because people talked about it on Star Cruiser, but you know you mentioned it. Anybody that went was saying. Yes. And I want to go again. Yeah. Uh, but we whenever someone said it was too expensive, our argument would be, well, what about going to the Super Bowl? That's a one day experience to see a, a football game that happened the week before you know, happened the week before happened the week before people going to Taylor Swift concerts. I to me, and this is where it kind of like gets me more, you know, up in arms is like no one should be shamed for spending money on what they deem as entertainment value like because this is stuff for their mental health you know because it just makes you happy like let me spend my money how i want to spend it say that again i think that is <laughs> so that statement alone is so powerful nobody should be shamed for how they spend their time or their money when it is something that brings them joy yeah like get off everybody's backs like chill out guys yeah like if i want to go spend my money on something you think is dumb i really don't care like i love this thing let me go be happy and do yeah. it yeah and 
yeah, the, another that's the downside of the internet is that everybody can share their opinion too. But we, Disney is expensive, right? It's just, you can't get around that. Like it is expensive, but it is something that if you really enjoy it, if you really enjoy the Super Bowl, if you really enjoy Taylor Swift, you're going to figure out a way to go do those things. Yeah. And that's okay. Because it brings you joy. Because it brings you joy. And I think this harkens back to our very first Disney trip as a family. So I think I've talked about it before on the podcast, but our first trip to Disney was a month after my dad died. And my dad hung the moon. Like I was in a very deep depression when we went. We almost canceled the trip. Like it was a whole thing because we were supposed to be going to Star Wars Celebration. We decided to go to Disney. And I was really down at the time, but we pushed and we went. And that was the first time since he had passed that I was able to feel joy in a pure way. It wasn't like, a, oh, we're at a birthday party, so we have to be happy about it. I was able to just like truly like you're on a ride and just like that smile comes over you yeah. or you see the fireworks and just like you get this release and this. Because you, th you were separated from that stress that was there. I was separated from and, all of it. Yeah. And just in that moment, I, I was able to forget that my dad died and like just be happy again. And it was like, okay, there's hope. There's hope here. Yeah. And a that resonates with a lot of people. There's actually, as you know, I, I do sell travel. I've, I've booked a lot of trips for people lately who have just lost loved ones and they're like, we just want to get away. Yeah. And so there's a, there is a psychological need <laughs> for a third space, whether you're booking a cruise or whether you're going to Disney World or whether you just need to find an online community. Like, and I think that's the thing is like it's not just Disney. It's separating these other stressors in life to find your your place that brings you joy. Yeah. Like let's talk about. So we actually both like yeah. this is actually a perfect time for this conversation because you and I both just got off of solo trips. We went without each other, without our kids. I went with my sister-in-law, but I spent seven nights on Icon of the Seas on a brand new cruise ship. And yes, I was working in every sense of the word because I was working my day job. I was working my travel agent work. And then I was you know, gathering research for the podcast that we did on it. Um, but there were times where it was like, OK, I'm not logged into any of these things. You're not there. The kids aren't there. I had like hours to kill. And I'm like, what do I do? And it was the freedom of the thought that nobody needs anything from me right now. It's an important statement. And I want everybody to remember this. Nobody needs anything from me right now. The freedom of that thought is terrifying <laughs> if you have not had that kind of, of time before to yourself, which is utterly ridiculous right yeah yeah um but when you're at home and you have three hours to yourself you're like well i could do some laundry i really need to like wipe down these cabinets i could do this when you're in a place where like literally you're cut off you're cut off it is freeing it is terrifying but i think that also really helps you to connect with yourself and say like oh oh i needed this okay this is this is really good for me mentally yeah and i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna speak from my solo trip uh, it was something that was way out of my comfort zone because, you know, and I talked about it at length of, I, be, 
because I, I kind of feel like I'm more of an introvert. I want to control as much as I can. And in that situation, you, I can't, I can't control everything. And there were so many variables that I could have spun myself into an, an even deeper, just like, oh, I can't do this or let me go experience this so I don't regret it. And that's kind of what I went with is I don't want to regret not doing it. I'd rather, you know, get the urge to do it and have a good time. And that's what it ended up being. And it was, like you said, it was stressful because it was so new and different. But coming out of it afterwards, I was so relieved that, and, and I, I'm proud of myself. And I was like, I did this. I, I, I went on my own and I just went with it, you know, did these things. Even if it wasn't a grand experience, I had time to just kind of reflect on myself and, and just kind of enjoy the, the moment. Yeah. And I think it was way more appreciated. Like after, like now I'm like, wow, like uh, it, I did need that. I needed it more than I thought I did. I don't even think we touched on where you went and why, but <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I think if, if we you're, talked about you, it you on the live stream, yeah, we talked about it on the live stream, but you know, I had gone to the uh, San Francisco to the uh, bad batch premiere. So it was, and it was just me because it was like a, such a short notice type of thing that, yeah. you know, we, we kind of had to play paper, rock, scissors and see who goes, who watches the, you know, who stays home with the kids. And You're who, like, well, you were just gone for a week yeah, on so, a cruise. So uh, <laughs> uh, I got the leg up there. <laughs> but when you go on, when you went on that and when we went, when I went on Icon and when we go to Disney or we go do any of these things and you're hitting on that, that relaxation, that socialization, that value being able to completely disconnect like that and just have pure fun without any strings, like pure fun. There's no responsibilities, nothing. It's like you're a kid again. It's yeah. like you're reconnecting to your childhood self. And the the crux of it is, and the crux of this whole conversation is like, we have forgotten how to truly play. And with third spaces and with the evolution of third spaces, and this is why you need a third space it's learning to play again yeah without any inhibitions like any restrictions or responsibilities or anything like that like leave all of that at the door leave that pile of laundry that you've been ignoring to fold for days leave that at the door and just come show up and just have a good time and connect with people that are like you yeah no i i think it's definitely a a way to kind of recharge your your own battery in whatever sense it is, like just taking a break. And it, it's, again, I, I'm kind of going back to my experience is it, it gave you, gave me a little bit more life. Like, you know, it, it recharged the batteries and I'm ready for the next thing. And like, it was something that I definitely want to kind of get into more of like taking that, just a full break a full from break. like that work and, and home life. Because um, I think it's it's really needed. It is needed, and not to say that like our home lives and our work lives are absolutely <laughs> miserable. Like we have fun here, but yeah. it's a different kind of fun yeah. just because yeah. you're surrounded by all of the things. Yeah. So I am very excited about. I'm like so jacked on third spaces right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, also like you let us know like <laughs> yes. what is your third space? Like what is something that you enjoy doing your break from what you know the that home and and work. 
and it could be local. So uh, this is a good place for us to wrap our portion of this conversation up, but it could be local. It could be a bar that you really love going to, or maybe a barbershop or maybe a mall. Who knows what it is? Like maybe a local board game meetup. You've got big experiences too. Like there was Star Cruiser, there's Disney, there's cruises, there's all-inclusive resorts. We've got Houseicon coming up. Like there are these big things that you can also do as a third space. So if you have a third space, drop a comment, let us know what is your third space. And if you don't have a third space, if you're struggling for one, put that out there too. Like let's have a conversation about it because there's, there's a group, there's somewhere for you. There is somewhere for you and we will help you find it too. (laughs) I am like, I'm telling you, I'm so amped on third spaces right now because it's, it's something that we don't think is necessary, but it is absolutely so necessary for our mental health and our happiness. And so please let's have this conversation. Reach out to us on YouTube comments, on Instagram, wherever it is that you want to reach out to us because we, uh, we love talking about this, (laughs) but thank you so much for hanging out with us for this conversation until next time. (laughs) 